Assalamualaikum guys. How are we doing this lovely morning? Uh, so this is the first podcast of Shobi Show. And now we have our lovely guest, Kainat Shah. She is from Islamabad, Pakistan. Her background is technically digital marketing. She is also a pioneer from Fast Islamabad. And now we will give the stage to Kainat and see how we are going with our first podcast. So Kainat, more to you. Mm, yeah. How are you, Shabazz? I am perfectly fine. Uh, so what do you do and how do you do it? Uh, well, I am uh, into marketing and branding. Uh, just like basically um, started off as, we um, started off from the embassy uh wanted to you know just get into administration how that works but that wasn't my cup of tea so i switched to uh, a combat sports brand that actually markets their products in uh, europe uh, that's how i got into marketing and branding side uh, and then i worked for them for a while uh, started doing some freelance on the side uh, digital marketing be it social media content writing uh, currently, I am working in the finance industry, um, which, um, well, I thought was not that interesting, but it is apparently. Uh, so okay. I am there. Yeah, <laughs> I am their marketing person. I am uh, I'm the only one they have in Pakistan. And then uh, apart from that, I actually do a lot of freelance, uh, mostly copywriting for um, Amazon and, you know, how you brand over there. So that's it. That's what I do. Okay, so that's extremely a really extensive background you have technically there. Okay, so uh, I've heard that you know you're technically working as a digital marketer as well, and you really endorse people who are you know who are willing to start their own initiative. They technically really have a strong grip on digital marketing. So, do you think is it, is it a really good initiative? You know, for especially for women in the in the country like Pakistan, can they can they can they use the skill? Yes. So uh, when you talk about, see, so uh, digitization of uh, everything, like all the platforms and, you know, marketplaces have made it so much easier for people to utilize their skills, especially in a country like Pakistan, where most of the women, I'm not going to say like they're not allowed to leave uh, their homes, but it's difficult for some of the women to, you know, actually uh, just leave their houses and go to work every single day. So um, what I do is that I help them find those remote opportunities or the, those remote works where they can utilize their um, skills, be it copywriting, be it you know branding, marketing. Uh, they can start off by just handling one social media account, right? And then they can start off um, from there and you know build their own skill set. So um, this is what I do, and I feel like. Um, digitization has made it very easy for people especially for women to you know work and to earn and uh, i think they have they have their own mind they have the greater skill to contribute to the cause and so why not i mean that's that's really interesting for you know uh, for the people for the women who are you know living in this century you know just 2022 but still people still say that some women don't deserve you know work you know even if it's freelance even they're sitting in their own homes they are not allowed to you know work for anybody even if if their bosses or if their friends, they got a really cool environment to work with. They are still, you know, not, they're still jeopardized in a lot of ways. They think they should not be working. You know, even if it's digital marketing, you know, still have to come in front of the camera. You still have to, you know, get along with the people where they are, you know, uh, really considered as a bad point where they think that women shouldn't be, you know, working as a digital marketer. So, you know, just tell me uh, if, 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 you, if you want to advise a women, you know, on starting their own venture, 
uh, how would you, you know, uh, technically tell them to, you know, kick the kick off and you know how to start with this thing? Well, I would just uh, say, first of all, Chabaz, uh, what I uh, tell women is that know your skill set know your skill set, know what you're good at, because, you know, digital marketing is an umbrella and there are so many different uh, sections and points where you can work and you can, you know, polish your skills at. Uh, why I say content? Because women uh, by nature are very creative. Uh, I also encourage uh, women to go for designing as well, because, you know, the aesthetic sense of women are much more better than guys. Um, so what I would say is know where your skill lies, what's your strong point, uh, what is it that you, okay, you know that this is what I'm interested in, but always remember that you have to work towards it. Um, but I'm a big advocate of doing something and learning from it rather than just, you know, reading the theory and then going exactly. for it. So it's just that, yeah. Um, know your skill set and then, you know, capitalize on that. And there are so many opportunities in the world, especially, you know, through LinkedIn. Um, you have a platform like LinkedIn and then you have Google. Just like go to these, um, you know, web websites, just go to the search engine, search for anything that, you know, interests you and then start applying. Just don't be afraid. That's one of the other core advice that I give them is don't be afraid. Just put yourself out there. And uh, if, you, if you actually are good at what you do, people you know, will definitely come around and see for you, who, uh, see you for who you are oh, yeah. and then uh, opportunities, yeah, come your way. Exactly. True, true, so true. Okay, so uh, can I just tell me, uh, you know, back in 1947 and back in, you know, early 70s and 80s, you know, there were things really different. They were not the way they were supposed to be right now. People technically think them as they are syndicated, you know, some kind of... Uh, some kind of bad omen that if you go to the camera, there's going to be something like bad happen to you. Or if you technically, you know, uh, come back to the point where people start to realize that you are technically doing something good. This is where they start to realize that it's totally off the page. So how do you, you know, differentiate people, uh, women, especially back in 1947? And how do you differentiate them in 2022? I mean, how the opportunities, you know, you would like to tell us upon how they have changed, how digitization has, you know, you know, Changed the colonization back in 1947 and how it had you know impacted today's economy especially for women yeah so um what i've read um and because i i, I love history i do I like to read um history a lot so what i've read and um you know when i speak to uh, people who were who used to live in those those times uh, or even if you know they know people and i just like, talk to them and i about it, the how, uh, you know, the era and the time has changed for women. Um, well, I'll be very honest, in the 60s, uh, our country was um, the fastest growing and developing country of, you know, Asia. Um, the women, if you see pictures from that time, you would see that women were empowered. Um, they were, you know, they used to go to universities, to colleges. Um, our air horses for PIA were, you know, pretty yeah. amazing. If you just, yeah, look at the ads. Um, well, when you, that's a political debate, but um, after, you know, nationalization, and obviously, I wouldn't like, um, obviously call out the politicians. Uh, so now you need to understand uh, Shebaza society works in a way that uh, if you have the leader who wants to take your country to a certain direction, um, and you include people from, you know, in every sector that they are going to capitalize on that ideology, that's when your society, you know, try, just starts to shift, right? 
So that exactly. what happened to Pakistan as well. Uh, in 2022, I would say that women in Pakistan, I am very proud to say that I know a lot of empowered women around me. Uh, but uh, I am I also know women who go through so much on daily uh, daily basis. So Pakistan is actually a mixed society. You can't say that women is not empowered. Women are not empowered here. They are, but there is just a big lot that is not. Because why? Um, we lack education and not just education, the uh, right education. Um, and I always say that exposure with education is very important. Um, most of the Pakistanis are uh, Muslims. What I don't get is that, you you know, Islam actually says that, you know, educate yourself and educate people. So women who are going to work in the digital, you know, um, world or mm -hmm. they do work, uh, they are educating people. That's what you're doing, right? Uh, if you talk about, let's just say marketing, what marketing is, marketing is you are, you know, making people's lives easier. So this is something that you are doing. I mean, if you're a believer, you would say that, okay, I'm making people's lives easier, so why not? Um, and it's mostly because, um, but I think women today, we do need a lot of work in that area, but at the same time, I think things are much better if you talk, if you, you know, talk about as compared to the 1947 and then, you know, through the 80s, uh, through the 90s, I think things are much better, but there's still, you know, a lot of improvement required. Exactly. Uh, that's, that's really, you know, that's really well quoted and very well said. You know, most of the times, you know, people who are still, you know, living in harsh areas, for instance, if you go back to the areas such as Peshawar, KBK, NWFP, Balochistan, you know, there is still a bitter truth that women are not, you know, going to the colleges, they're not heading to schools, they're not heading, they're not, they don't, they don't have any such proper institutes, you know, where they could, you know, try to upskill themselves. So what, yeah. what if, you know, there is a revolution, there is a time comes when that that women are not, you know, considered as good assets to the team. Well, if you look around other parts of the world, women are technically, for instance, take Coca-Cola, their chief operating officer is one of the women. The American yeah. vice president is Kamala Harris. You see, they're technically controlling everything. Women are now taking the most part of it. Uh, go to New Zealand, their president, their vice president, all women. When it comes to Pakistan, Vimeo CEO, um, CEO Anjali Sood is, um, you know, she was the head of marketing. Now she's the CEO. I admire her, so I thought I would just mention her name here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's really yeah. that's really remarkable. But over here in Pakistan, you know, if a woman is considered as a CMO or a CFO or a COF or even if it's a CEO, I've barely ever heard it. It's like one person or two percent. If I'm not wrong, you know. If what would you suggest to the companies, you know, to the MNCs, to the global tech companies, for instance, the companies in Pakistan, they never have nominated any women back in the like in the in the last 20, 25 years. I've never heard any women coming out on top of the hierarchy and trying to prove her skill set. How would you yeah. technically enlighten the companies or the global tech companies or the startups that are, you know, changing the ecosystem of the business world who are trying to bring up innovative ideas, yet they are not they're not, you know, uh, nominating any women to come out on the top. What, how would you technically justify that how startups should, you know, technically work on this side and how the CMOs, the chief marketing officers should technically be handed over to a woman, which I suppose is quite tough for them. Yeah. So, um, well, the positions that you talk about uh, require some experience, like some years of experience. You can just cannot, uh, uh, you know, 
hire CFO who has like two years of work experience, right? So you do need people who are experienced. In Pakistan, we do not see uh, a lot of women uh, climbing the ladder. What happens here, Shabazz, is that you need to understand that our society actually moves in a certain way. Um, I do uh, really like the program. Um, I, I, I don't recall the name, but I know it actually has this program where they hire women who have, you know, who have taken a break either because, you know, they got married or, you know, they had children and then they want to, you know, come back into the professional life. So they just hire those women. And I really like that. Um, for startups, Shabazz, it's going to be, I'll be very honest, it's going, going to be quite difficult. Why is that? Because they don't have budget, number one, for doing that. You know, you hired a uh, fresh talent you need to train them and you need budget for uh, you know in order to do that uh, that that is why uh, i say that women responsibility lies with women as well uh, i believe that you have a laptop you have your phone with you 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 know you need to polish your skill set um, how companies can do that is uh, well they need uh, to make a certain, let's just say, okay, like we are going to hire 20% or 40% of our workforce is going to be women. And then obviously not only that, you need to make a culture and how are you going to make a culture? You know, you're going to tell your employees, your people in your organization that, uh, look, we're going to hire 40% or 50% women. Um, you need to be respectful of that. Uh, we support uh, inclusivity, diversities. So um, anyone, if you if your manager is a female, you need to respect her. So this is something that, you know, it's the organization's responsibility to change the mindset of the people. Because let's be honest here, Shabazz, um, Pakistani uh, people, they don't really appreciate a woman working uh, over them. Like they do not take it well when their boss is a woman. Uh, they don't take, you know, the these things well. But I think most of them, I'm not talking all of them, most of them. So um, it's, I think... It's basically the culture. And when you talk about it, I think the new generation who's coming to the professional world, they uh, value diversity. And I think we are going to see a shift over here in the next five to 10 years, hopefully, hopefully. Let's just say we're going to do that. But um, I think it's more, it has to do with educating people, training them again, educating them, training them, telling them that, um, you know, they're not very different from who you are. If, we, if they're capable enough, just hire them and make it a quota or make it a policy uh, in your organization that, you know, we are going to hire, let's just say 40%, 50% or even 30% uh, women. Um, yeah. And that's the way forward. Uh, I totally agree with you. You know what? This ecosystem that has been, that, that's, totally developed in, you know, in, in the country like Pakistan, or if you go to India, or if you go to you know, Bangladesh, they still technically don't prefer women. I think as you mentioned that they don't prefer, you know, uh, have a women on the top of the hierarchy. That's very well quoted. You know, yeah. what, if, what, if, what if there's a woman who has this excellent potential and she wants to pursue her career in, you know, in the field of, let's say, digital marketing or if she wants to be a chief marketing officer, or if she wants to be, you know, uh, you know, a data analyst, or a medical officer, or an engineer, or anything you like to put in, how could she decide that her career is on the basis of what she has, you know, studied back in her back in her days at school or the college? How do you think those specific subjects, or how do you think those specific skill set is going to determine? her career, whatever she likes to pursue in. I mean, what could be the specific possibilities that you kind of think that women should have those skill sets? How would she know that she has a specific skill set in order to, you know, be on the top of tons of mail and, you know, ordering them and, you know, 
giving them nice orders, you know, being a good leader or being a bad boss. It could be anyway. So how would you, you know, technically tell them into, you know, pursue their career or what skill sets? How would you realize that they have them? Um, I'll just start off by actually I would like to share in, uh, an incident with you Shabazz here um, I was working for an organization I won't name it I was working for the organization and I was you know um, just supervising a content team the marketing team uh, you know the social media team and growth marketing I was just supervising all of these uh, multiple teams and most of the team leads were men uh, so now we had to launch um, a series of products and we had like, what, two, three months to launch it. So I was, you know, I made the timelines. I said, okay, this is going to be pre-launch, launch, and, you know, then the marketing and everything. I was having a meeting with them and I was hitting the meeting. And I remember that uh, I told one of the team leads who was a male, I told him, okay, this is, this is the timeline that I made. Uh, if you have anything to add, just, you know, go for it. If not, then this is like, I need things done on these days, these dates he refused to look at me he refused to answer me he was talking to um other guy who was another team lead you know who you know i was supervising mm -hmm. them but he was you know looking at him and talking to him and saying my team you know can't deliver within let's just say 20 days and i was like you know now then what i did was i said i was very respectful and i said look at me when you talk to me, you know, since I am supervising you, um, there's no shame that I am, you know, younger than you, I'm a woman. So just like, look at me, talk to me, you do your work brilliantly. Um, one of the things that I encourage women to do is uh, be firm, be confident and be firm when you put your, um, you know, opinion or your decision forward, or you, if you make a decision, I think uh, women in general um, are very agreeable. Uh, that's one of the traits that we have. Uh, but in order to uh, be successful in the professional world, I think it's very important to be firm in your decision and when you know put your you know uh, opinion forward or anything. And I think um, it comes with time. It comes with experience. Uh, but one thing that you need is confidence. Um, you have to be confident in yourself that I am going to do it. Why? Because, um, you know, I have good communication skills, for example, or I, if I am, you know, given a task, I do it. Let's just say a housewife, she takes care of the house, the kids, the husband, everything. She does it on her own. She's a multitasker naturally. So I refuse to believe that if she steps into the professional world, she won't be able to handle, let's just say a team or her own work, you know? So uh, women already have those traits. There's a study uh, that was published in Forbes uh, last year, I think in March. Um, so they, you know, they, to they talked about the research from McKenzie. And what they found out was that women make better leaders. Why? Because they have all those traits. Like they are emotionally more intelligent. Uh, they are more empathetic. You know, um, they are, you know, they can create that uh, environment of harmony. Um, so women need to trust themselves more than they need to, you know, trust, um, I don't know, the system. If you, if you trust yourself, everything just becomes easy or it's, and I think, um, uh, and you know, you have to work hard. You have to work towards the goal, the consistency, keep the consistency and then you know, you're there. True, true, so true. You know, if you have a license to kill, it's, that means you don't have a license not to kill as well. You know, this is yeah. a really old quote my, uh, my professor used to tell me. So uh, one last question, Kainat, you know, 
if you were, you know, the next, you know, vice president or the the prime minister, let's, if you're the next prime minister of Pakistan, how would, you know, you're going to take some, you know, initiative in the area, in the rural area, especially, you know, if you go back, like I mentioned, the Peshawar, the KPK, the Balochistan, the Kuwaita side, you know, they are, you know, illiterate. We got, uh, Pakistan has an illiterate ratio of almost 56 to 7%, and which is technically gradually, you know, it's rising. So what is going to be your thought process? What is going to be your, you know, uh, you know, be your slogan, be that, you know, badass guy, what do you think? How are you going to impose on 56% illiterate people just to impose that, you know, how specific skill set, how specific designation is going to change your thought? Well, I'll um, start by saying that um, completely, you know, sidetracked. But the thing is that Pakistan uh, is a country, like you said, uh, our literacy um, uh, rate is, you know, super high. So Pakistan, um, our political system cannot be democratic, number one. Uh, so if I want, if I, you know, get into politics, I would really, first of all, change the political system of Pakistan. I would like to be the president and I, I want to change it to presidential system rather than, you know, uh, the democracy. But uh, that aside, um, how are you going to do it? Um, uh, Shabazz, you need to understand that um, when when you talk about women empowerment, empowerment means, you know, giving them the freedom of choice of doing what they want to do, right? Um, education for every woman, for every child in Pakistan is very important. And not just like the primary education, but education, educating them. And once you educate the Lord, you know, now they have the basic understanding of okay this is what i want to do so now if some of them want to you know wants to get married if want to get married and you know start a family empower them to do it and if they want to you know move ahead you know make a career out of their lives uh, or what they do you know they'll have that those means to do it um why uh, when you talk about the rural areas of pakistan Shabazz, um again it's the society that that needs to change and it that change is going to take a lot of time, generations, if you talk about. And how generations, even, you know, if you educate them, it's going to take them 20 to 30 years, maybe more to uh, change. But again, uh, I think what I am going to do is educating them. And then obviously, um, in Pakistan, we do not have a lot of women uh, on the technical side. So the technical skill set, I would, you know, really would like, people, women especially, to have that skill set. And how are you going to do that? You do that on a very basic level by, uh, you know, creating a team on, you know, the basic level from area to area who is just going to, you know, um, train them, basically. So technical skills, education, and obviously, you know, giving them the freedom of choice to do it. Yeah, that's, I totally agree with you, Kana. That's This is the most important recipe that we are technically missing here in Pakistan. And yeah. the countries, you know, which are going, you know, going above the ladder or trying to, you know, making a rapid increase or rapid performance in their overall goals, overall sales, if you, you know, say are technically their most, their branding level, they are technically, technically, you know, more opinionated towards the women. And they are, you know, you know they are using their skill sets. They are using the, they are using them. You know as a as a weapon. You know the skill set of creativity of innovation. They technically ninety percent of it comes from women. You know if you have an environment, if you have a 
settled environment, you know, where women and men, they're technically working together, you obviously get a lot of creativity. You get technically a lot of, you know, emphasis when they are, you know, technically working together and strong teams. Variety of ideas. Exactly, yeah. Variety of ideas, you get innovations, you get, you know, the boss goes happy, you go happy, the employee stays happy. That's totally agreeable. That's totally understandable, kind of. So, yeah. Kind of. I was. I would also like to. Um, Shivani, I would also like to say that uh, the societies you talk about actually have women representation over there, right? They do see women empowered women on screen on social media. They can, you know, relate to uh, those women. If we talk about Pakistan, we do not have women rep- representation on. I mean. Name one successful uh, female politician in Pakistan currently, Mariam Nawaz. And she doesn't even have, you know, that spark or that ideology. She just has that party's ideology. She's moving forward with it, for example. We do not have anyone. Um, if you talk about, let's just say, Aurat March of Feminism in Pakistan, we do not have any representation here. We do not have strong women leaders in Pakistan. Uh, so young girls, young, you know, women here, they do not have, you know, anyone to look up to. That's what I always say. Exactly. True. Yeah. So you need to have somebody, you know, you could, you, know, you could idolize, you could technically look up to. You, you need women who look up to one another. That's totally yeah. agreeable. So kind of, uh, would you uh, like to add any, you know, close quote to someone or, you know, if you could like to give one suggestion to our to our customers or to our viewers, to anybody who you think can have that one little moment of happiness before they take away something from this session, what would it be? Yeah, well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say two things. One thing is that uh, it's uh, on a little bit on you know the professional side. What I want to say is to the young entrepreneurs um, or people you know who uh, do hire people, uh, I would want to say that appreciate. Uh, difference of opinion, appreciate, you know, different ideas, uh, because in the world of um, creativity, nobody is right or wrong. So, uh, you know, give weightage to every idea that you get. Um, And the other thing I'm going to say is to all the people, read as much as you can read more get to know how the world was what it is now where it's going. uh, And, you know, get to know yourself better. yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, Tana. Thank you so much thank for you. this lovely evening. Uh, thank you so much for the awesome tips that you just left us. Thank you so much for, you know, sharing your point of view, sharing your opinions with our women. And I technically hope that they all take a lot of from this point and they technically apply all the skill sets. So how, you know, this profession or any, any profession uh, they come up with, they technically, you know, start you know, climbing up the ladder instead of, you know, moving across or, you know, coming out of the hierarchy. Technically, they should be. Yeah. So kind of... To see uh, more women in the leadership roles. Exactly. <laughs> we technically have a whole squad yeah. of women in our team. Uh, from internees to the permanent employees to the executive members, we are technically doing our best, you know, get them back yeah. on the track. We technically are. Yeah. So, thank out, you so much. Uh, thank you so much. It was lovely speaking to you. Hope to see you next time yeah. soon. And thank yeah. you, Dave. Take care. Thank you.